five the bull today's high country with tig and daniel daniel you know uh, I, I think of us as not just a radio show i think of us as a brand and uh, that's why i was excited to get our tig and daniel jellies um that we gave away over the christmas holidays and then our tig and daniel canned hams however um, you're kind of the people person and you're dragging your feet because we have an opportunity to get our Tiger Daniel canned hams and stores. We've had calls to the radio station where you could actually go uh, to like a quick trip and you would be able to get a Tiger Daniel canned ham. Mm-hmm. Where are we in that process? Uh, I don't know if you are aware, but we do not have a surplus of canned hams right now. Well, we have some, Supply don't and we? demand. Well, yeah, what but I about? can't be like... It was a Casey General store. Casey General Casey's store. Casey General store was um, another one. I, I can't be like, hey guys, we got four hams for you. Would what you, you put these in ham? all your stores? We had about four or eight left. Don't we have? Oh, that's it. That's all we have right now. Where the hell stock. did our hands? I didn't know well, that was we so gave popular. away uh, some for a while. Well, what about the? Uh, you're the one who told me that we didn't have just a few jellies. We had a pallet of jellies. There is a pallet of jellies. So yes. why, what? What are you dragging your feet for? I mean, well, well, what are you talking about now? You talking about hands or jellies? So you're talking about two totally different things. Well, let's talk about jellies then. They don't sell jellies in gas stations. They will now. You go to the gas station every now and then. You know, somebody needs some jelly and they don't want to go down to the actual store, and so they go to a. A quick convenience store, and they can pick up some... You ask me the dumbest questions, like the things that we don't have. Why aren't those in stores? What do you mean? You said we had a pallet of jellies. The jellies we have, the canned hams we do not. So forget the canned hams. What about getting our jellies into... Uh, That's out of my hands, too. Well, what do you mean, out of your hands? You're the one who took... Do you know how when something's in your hands? The opposite of that. People called you and said, I work with Casey's. I work with Quick Trip. That's for the hams. And we want to put your stuff in our stores. That's for the hams. And I go to Quick Trip, and all I see is uh, paper plates and taquitos. Where's our hams? That's, they wanted the ham. <laughs> we don't have any hams. What are you not understanding? I mean, come on, man. This is a great opportunity for us, us to expand our brand. And I think that all that you is. do is you go home and you look at your wall and you kiss your dog goodnight and you have all this time on your hands Yeah. and you don't go out there and get it done. Okay. You think Elon Musk got to build a spaceship because he sat at the house? I have no idea what he does when he gets home. In fact, it's none of my business, and that's how you should be feeling about what I do when I get home. But I can't put things in stores we don't have a surplus of. Will you at least? Yeah, I know you have the contacts. You have a quick trip contact. You I have, do not have that. See, you're all yes, you you're do. so full of fallacy. That's crazy. All I have is the general store lady. No, we had somebody from the Quick Trips call too. Okay. She said she was like a regional. She'd be happy to put our stuff in there. Anyway, all right. So forget Quick Trip. What about Casey's? Have you contacted them? Yeah, I contacted him and said, hey, we still don't have that. What? We have the gel. Oh, my God. You're so... You, hey, I'll forward you the number. You take care of it. Daniel is Since so such lazy. An inspiration. He spends more time getting out of work than if he just actually did the work. That, yeah, that is correct. Uh, you spend a lot of time not work working. The work hard at is being lazy. Yeah, That's I true. Mean, like, it's so stupid. But, uh, <laughs> maybe. You think within the next year. I'm going to predict within the next year, you could get some Tiger Daniel jellies. Find convenience stores wherever you are. We'll have to see how it goes. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Mm-hmm. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning. you got Tig and Daniel. Time now for Did You See? Brought to you by Daniel's dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougal at Hugh McDougal Dentistry. And uh, one, of our, one of our big fears is, will the school stay open? Because not only are we worried about the health of our children, but... To a certain degree, we're also worried about, hey, man, I have a job. How am I supposed to stay home if my kids have to stay home? And uh, look at it go. Due to major staffing shortages, Broken Arrow public school students from 6 to 12 will transition to distance learning. 
Mm. Oh, my goodness. Starting uh, one week from today. So they're planning ahead somehow. Why? Well, I don't get that. Like, if it's so bad, you, you don't you don't say, hey, in a week we're going to do something about this. Why That's what they, they say. Right now? Students are going to return to the classroom. Excuse me. I've, I've messed all this up. Well, you're real like Paul Harvey's rolling in his grave this morning, buddy. <laughs> I've never seen such I'm terrible misread. broadcasting. Okay, Go ahead. So due to major staffing shortages, <laughs> Broken Arrow Public Schools, the students in grades 6 through 12 will transition to distance learning for one week starting today. Okay. Okay. Starting that, today. That makes more sense. The what I got confused on, they plan to come back one week from today. Well, I don't blame you for getting confused because didn't you say now that some schools will do distance learning, some will not? Well, like I know Tulsa Public Schools, they changed their policy in the sense that used to, if one school went down, I guess they all went down. Now they're more surgical about it. They look at school by school. And so while one kindergarten might be open, the other might not be open. So it's, a, you know, it's all a big old mess. But anyway, it looks like Broken Arrow Public Schools, 6 through 12, those grades are, are done for at least a week. Yeah, it messes us up, too, because then when people aren't taking their kids to school, nobody's listening to us. Yeah, we're already yeah. struggling. We'll bring up a topic <laughs> that's just crickets. Right. Uh, did you see last night? I'm sure you saw this. The uh, And I didn't know this till this morning. The Georgia Bulldogs won the 2022 CFP National Championship. I've got a clip here. Okay. And one more play for the Georgia defense. Georgia on the mountaintop. Demons be gone, and the drought is over. National champions at long last. 1980 now, was the last time. Was it? So Georgia fans are probably, I, I know zero about football, Doug. So Georgia fans, I guess this is a tremendous of course. Uh, thing for them. Uh, also probably very disappointing for Nick Sibian and Alabama <laughs> Crimson Tide. <laughs> Nick Saban? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does it says uh, the Georgia Bulldogs won the 2022 CFP National Championship? What in the world does CFP stand for? College football playoffs. Oh. Right. I thought it was the name of a bowl game or something. Also, uh, enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. Did you see that in a first, U.S. surgeons transplanted a pig heart into a human patient? Is that right? Yeah, this guy was not eligible to receive a heart donor or, or whatever. So they last-ditch efforts. They say, well, we'll try this pig heart. It's an experimental surgery. He's doing well three days after the uh, surgery. If he survives, this will change everything. We'll no longer, at least with hearts, I suppose, be uh, waiting for transplants and things like that. You have almost an endless supply of, of hearts and pig things. You know, I read that pigs and humans are, like, similar in the sense, so they do research on pigs because it kind of translates to how the human body would react. Mm -hmm. And so putting a, I mean, could you imagine, because what is the number one killer in the country? I think it's heart disease, right? I think so, yeah. And if they could fix that by giving you a, a, a I mean, we eat bacon all the time. Why not use their heart, too? I mean, I don't, I wouldn't want that to happen to me, but I guess I would rather have a pig heart than death. But I thought, I was under the impression that I ate a little bit healthier than a pig. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, you Isn't mean that bad that we're so bad of shape that we're like, hey, we need, we look to pigs? For their hearts? <laughs> yeah, the pig is in better shape, <laughs> yeah. so. Like, I've ruined my heart. Please, animal that lays in the mud and literally eats slop all day. Can I borrow your heart for a while? It's better than I've been living. Yeah. Ba uh, pig's not happy about this news. Yeah. They're crossing their hooves. It doesn't work out. <laughs> yeah, they're like, this is, this is terrible news. 
Yeah, but he's, uh, I guess they've got him hooked up, uh, a machine still, and they'll, they'll see what happens. 57 years old, this How guy. How about that? That could, that could totally be a game changer if mm-hmm. that works. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. the Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning, Daniel. Hey, morning, Tig. Had it in a very exciting dinner last night. Uh, When's the last time you had a can of Chef Boyardee beefaroni? Um, more recently than I'd like to admit. Really? Every now and then, you know how you get hungry at the house and you have like emergency meals. Yeah. And uh, that would be on the emergency list. I think uh, I didn't. It wasn't an emergency in my situation. It was just like I am too lazy to do anything else. I'll just have this beefaroni. Did you have a taste for beefaroni? No. Like, did you crave it? Nobody tastes for beefaroni. <laughs> like I said, it's kind of an emergency. Like, but you now, have nothing else. When I was a kid, I ate it all the time. Mm-hmm. I ate that all the time. Those raviolis. Didn't SpaghettiOs? I don't even know what company that is. They had something that I ate all the time. I remember ABC's one, two, threes. It was an exciting time for pasta back then because mm-hmm. they had any manner of shapes. So I ate that so much. And I was wondering, what are some things that you used to eat as a kid that now you would never, you'd never eat? And what was it for you? Uh, I, I call them Vienna sausages. Mm-hmm. Remember the, like a little can? You get them at gas stations. And I used to love those things. And I don't know if I had too many of them or what, or my palate's changed, but I wouldn't touch a Vienna sausage no matter what now. So I used to love it. Now I wouldn't touch it. Uh, I don't know if young people even knows what, know what those are anymore. Those are the tiny little cans. You open it, and it's, um, I guess, five miniature sausages in just floating around in some water. What is that water stuff in it? They're wieners in water. It, well, it's something in there. Yeah. Congealed. Salt. I don't know what that is. Uh, nobody knows. Yeah. You pour that out, and then you ate it. Uh, but I'm sure there are a ton of these kind of things. Like, your kid is a picky eater, isn't he? He won't eat just anything. He eats. What is he eating right now? Um, he. Here's the thing. My son doesn't even know that. When I ate cereal growing up, we used to put sugar on top of it. Did you do that? Like a Cheerio. He doesn't know about sugar, so he'll just eat plain Cheerio, like not even honey nut, just like the Cheerios. Like that's what like an old man eats to yeah, lower right. his cholesterol. Yes. So that would be one. So your question we'd like to know. What is something you used to eat all the time as a kid and now you'd never touch it? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. It's got to be a lot of foods you ate so much. Of. I think spam's probably another one for me. I used to love spam. Now I'm not sure I would touch it. I don't get it. You grew up down there in Alabama and you ate spam and Vina sausages. I thought it'd be <laughs> things like, you know, normal things like beefaroni or no, no. <laughs> ravioli or things like that. And we now rich like you were. <laughs> yeah, so Rich had ravioli. Look at the phone's blowing up. Oh, Let's no. take a couple of these. All right, you want to do it yeah, now? Yeah, why not? All right, 918-879-9898. Hey, good morning. This is Tig and Daniel. Who's this? Hi, this is Nick. Nick, what's something you used to eat all the time when you were a kid? Now you'd never touch it. Kraft macaroni and cheese. Are oh, you? Co- why wouldn't you Wait touch a second. that now? That's, That's the still best delicious, there is. right? Yeah. <laughs> I would not touch Kraft macaroni and cheese again. What? Where are you getting your mac and cheese from? Um, I prefer homemade. I mean, you can put a bunch of different stuff in uh, mac and cheese. See, to me, because you have to cook it, Kraft macaroni and cheese is homemade to me. Right, you do make it at home. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I find that any... I mean, I don't, you can use different types of noodles. I mean, different types of cheeses. 
Yeah, you could change it. I mean, it, it all depends. Let me ask you this. Yeah, if, that's true. If you go to a restaurant, I haven't found a restaurant that has that makes a decent mac and cheese. They all go too crazy with it. Yes, that's true. I mean, I've never found a traditional just mac and cheese. Like, I, I'm an old school guy. I like just traditional mac and cheese. I don't want. I mean, they they try like all these different cheese blends and stuff like that. I'm just not. I just like mac and cheese. I'm a huge mac and cheese guy. You got to come back to craft, buddy. Craft's <laughs> yeah, uh, gonna maybe, win. Maybe, but I, it's just something. It just doesn't taste right to me anymore. I hear you. Well, we appreciate the call. All right, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks, All right, man. thanks, man. It's uh, All right. Bye-bye. 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 Ninety-eight-five. The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning. It's it's the Bull. Who's this? It's Howard. Howard, hey. what's something you used to eat back in the day when you were a kid? Now you'd never eat it. Beanie weenies. Uh, what, what is a beanie weenie? I guess that's baked beans along with a hot dog weenie? Yes, sir. Now, why did you stop eating those? Got burnt out on them. Those were pretty good, though. I mean, a lot of this food isn't that bad, but had we not eaten thousands of pounds of it growing up, we might still like it. Yeah, sir. It's good for camping, too. Is it? The beanie weenie? Yeah. Oh. Why is that good for camping? Well, you, it's portable. You don't really have to cook it. You just heat it up a little bit, okay. or you could eat it cold. Like a dollar can. Yeah. Dollar can. All right, man. We appreciate the call. Good morning. <laughs> had enough of us. Yeah, he's like, Beanie Winnie's, <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> hey, good morning. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Who's this? This is Jay. Jay, what's uh, something you ate when you were a kid? Now you wouldn't touch it. Mac and cheese. <laughs> You're the second guy with mac and cheese. What's the problem with mac really? and cheese? I still like it. I, when I was when I was little bitty, I got sick, and Mom made me a big old bowl of it. And I threw it up, and I haven't been able to eat it since. You know, I've tried. It's like any mac and cheese. I've tried craft. I've tried homemade. I've tried restaurants. I just, uh, I gag every time I... If you have right. a bad association with something, it does kind of ruin it for you. Like, I was talking to Daniel about, like, when we were young and you would get into some liquor or something. Yeah. And you got sick off yeah. of it. Then you just never touch that again. Or every time you get around it, you yeah. don't want anything to do with it. And so mac and cheese is kind of yeah. that to you. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Gosh, well, how long did it take you to feel better after you uh, had that traumatic experience? <laughs> I think it was... I had a bad, I ended up having, uh, I had the flu, and then I, that's when I threw up the mac and cheese, and then I had a cough that just would never go away, and about two weeks later, mom took me to the doctor, and I had bronchitis. Mac and cheese and, gave you bronchitis? No, <laughs> I don't know if it was a mac and cheese or not. Well, you'll be hearing from the craft lawyers in a few minutes. This <laughs> <laughs> thing causes COVID. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate the call. Yeah. This, You're right. Thanks, man. This is going to be a weird question, Ty, but mm -hmm. do you think there's a difference in Kraft Mac and Cheese and there was something called Kraft Dinner? Don't know the answer. And I imagine the folks at Kraft suggested that that's what you had just totally for dinner was just that mac and cheese, just a big old platter of that. It's, it's, I can't believe people don't like Kraft Mac and Cheese. It's only like a dollar. Now, you use a half a stick of butter on that stuff. I mean, so... You know, yeah, your lifespan but, diminishes. But, but does craft not taste better than anything else you can get It really does. Else? I've always said I don't know why restaurants just don't make craft mac and cheese. I'll go to a fancy steakhouse, and they'll they'll give you a mac and cheese made with, like, gouda and munster <laughs> and feta. I, I don't know. I don't know what all that stuff no is good. and weird uh, noodles. Do you, do, they do too much, right?
I think they go They should overboard. just put Kraft Mac and Cheese That's on it. the menu. That's all you need. Yeah. It's 918-879-9898. Good morning. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Last call, first call, no falling, just getting over about 30 right here in Tulsa, 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Maybe you can help us settle a disagreement. Uh, Daniel and I do agree on one thing. When you ladies send us a text, husband or boyfriend or whatever, and you say, I'm fine, you're not really fine. I do agree with you. If you, okay, if so you, uh, you, you, you text your wife or girlfriend, you know, are you mad or, you know, did I do something wrong? And she says, I'm fine. She's in no way fine. She's very upset, very right. angry. Yes, it's like code that we have to decipher. I do agree with you on that. I'm fine means nothing's good. Right. All right, so where are we coming to like a little uh, schism here is that Daniel says, I also think there's another text you get that is not good news. Daniel, you say it's uh, benign and fine, but used to, I would get a text that says, are you having fun? And this would be always when I was out with you or something. We might be at the casino, we might be at a club, and I would get the text are you having fun? And I think that's a bad text to get. I think that's a checkup text. I think you're insane. I think she's probably just wondering, hey, you know. That's crazy. Having fun, just checking in. They don't care if we're having fun. <laughs> they, I think it's a checkup text in the sense that if I don't respond to that within five or six minutes, she'll think I'm busy, I don't know, flirting or something. I hate to break this to you, Tig, but have you seen a mirror in the last decade? Hey. We're in our, like, 40s now. But I'm talking about... When we about... go out, there are... No, and your wife knows this. Any lady that's ever seen us knows yeah. this. Ladies are not coming up trying to talk to a couple of 40-year-old dudes. It's, it's kind of amazing because um, sometimes these ladies get jealous. And I'm like, how could you be jealous? Like, there's nobody going to hit on me. I'm the safest dude in Tulsa. Tig and I went out once... I went to this place called Yellow Brick Road. <laughs> and we didn't know that it was a, a gentleman's bar. Yes. Gentleman for gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. We sat there about an hour before we realized it. That should give you some type of indication that ladies do not walk up and talk to us. In fact, we're even at a gay bar. Didn't even know it. And don't even know it. <laughs> because they were just used to it. Right. But on this text of... We agree that if you send us a text that says, I'm fine, that doesn't mean you're fine. But Daniel says that, are you having fun, is not a checkup text. I think it is. I don't, I mean, how? How do you, get, how do you come to that conclusion? Uh, you got to get some lady to weigh in here. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Don't you think it's possible that they're just, you know, she's just saying like, you know, literally, are you, you know, having fun, having a good time? No, no, no. No, 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 no. You've never texted your wife if she's out and be like, hey, you know, you guys having fun? No, when she goes out, no. I don't talk to her. I let her have her fun. So the uh, we're trying to decipher lady text, I guess. If you text your boyfriend at 11 p.m., you know he's out with the boys, and you text him, are you having fun? Do you really mean that, or is that like a checkup text? I think you're going to be shocked. I think you're wrong. Yeah, we'll see. I'm the one who's married. You don't have anything. Hey, good morning, Ty Gandano. Who's this? This is Lori. Lori, so you uh, are you, you married or boyfriend or anything like that? Married. So your uh, husband goes out with the boys, and 11 o'clock comes around. You text him, are you having fun? Do you actually mean that? No. Uh-huh. What? Yeah, that's a checkup text. <laughs> Not at all. 
So well, what absolutely it, not. We don't want you having fun while you're not with us. <laughs> that's right. Is that true? Yes. It is very true. Um, the I'm fine is a you better figure out what's wrong. And the okay is uh, another one. Uh. If you text somebody and you're like, okay, then that's like, I don't want to do that. Why are you making me do that? And there's going to be a problem. So if I, uh, if I text my wife and I go, me and Dana are going to go to River Spirit tonight, and she says, okay, that's not a positive yeah, thing. Yeah, you better not go. Uh-huh. Yeah, you better not go. And then she texts <laughs> later, are you having fun? What is the purpose of that text? <laughs> Just to let you know that we're at home and we're not <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah, I told you, Daniel. You know, Ty used to always say this, and I thought he was just being sarcastic, but he'd say, if your wife catches you having fun, you're in trouble. She will text yes. you and like, and that's true? Why y'all like that? Because we, we don't want you out having fun. You may be dancing with another girl. You may be having a conversation with somebody other than the person that you went with, and you're out having fun without us. Now, isn't that a little We're controlling? Like, if a guy did that to you, wouldn't you consider that to be a little controlling and, and unhealthy? Well, I don't like to go out without my husband. So, I, you know, whenever we go out, we go out together. So, I mean, he has his friend time um, at work. <laughs> I have my friend time at work. And then when we go out, we go out together. So this guy has to escape to work to have fun. <laughs> Poor guy. That's right. <laughs> we, we appreciate so, your candor. It's uh, Yeah, that was All right, a, no very problem. honest. All right, thank yes, you. Yes, very. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Kind of, the question is, Daniel doesn't believe that if you, as a wife or a girlfriend, text us when we're out with the boys and you say, are you having fun? He thinks that's a genuine, like, I, I really thought that was a genuine. That's hey, a checkup, man. That, they don't care if you're having fun. They want you to respond. That's what it is. Hey, good morning, Ty Daniel. Who's this? This is Mackenzie. Good morning. So, what about this text? Okay, so I don't know what Lori. I think her name was. Oh. Personally, if I'm texting my husband and saying, "Hey, are you having fun?" Like, I genuinely mean it. No. There could be a possibility, like, oh, he's hanging out with guys that, you know, maybe he doesn't hang out with a lot or, you know, something like that. But as far as the I'm fine, that's completely correct. Yeah. Well, I'm I knew fine that about bad. the I'm fine, but I was under the impression that sometimes people just genuinely are like, hey, you having fun? Yeah. No, I, I mean, yeah, if he's out somewhere that, you know, he's not comfortable usually or he's expressed to me that he's like, I don't know if I want to go tonight or... I don't know if I want to do that. I'll but be like, hey, are you having fun? Mackenzie, you know, isn't there a little part of that that's checking in on him? I mean, yeah, I'm not checking in on him as in, like, what are you doing? Are you cheating on me? But yeah. I'm checking in as in, like, how are you? Are you okay? Aren't you worried, Do I need though, to make up some excuse to, make you, to get you to come home? Let's be honest here. Aren't you worried that he might be dancing with another lady or something, yeah, and then that's why you text him that? No. Right. Here's the thing, Ty. She's explained it, and you, you're still telling her that well, that's the, not what she means. The last lady said the and opposite. Are you trying to say that my husband's going to cheat on me? That's no, exactly no, what no, he's no. saying. No. The last lady expressed a different opinion. I don't know if you've caught a headline in the last two years, but there ain't been a whole bunch of dancing. It ain't like Moulin Rouge out there on the streets <laughs> where people are all out dancing together and having a great time. Everybody's been stuck at home. All right. <laughs> Mackenzie, grief. thank you yeah. for the call, okay? Uh, 918-879-9898. Daniel thinks that if a lady texts you, are you having fun, that that's not some checkup. I think maybe you they think mean that it You think that she's sometimes. legitimately trying to see if you're having fun. Well, so far it's 50-50. That's crazy.
All right, let's take another one. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Hey, good morning. This is Ty Gandano. Who is this? This is Angel. Angel, uh, if your uh, husband or boyfriend is out and you text him, hey, having fun, what do you mean by that? I am checking up on him. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> this is ridiculous. We, girls are crazy. We're crazy. And we want to know what you're doing and who you're talking to. And, yeah, no, I'm definitely checking up on him. Are well, you, do you think he's going to be honest if he is up to no good? I'm like, oh, I'm just talking to another lady here. <laughs> Probably not, but I still have to. <laughs> Try to find out. <laughs> Still got to try. Yeah. Yeah. Angel, thanks for the call. Yeah, thank you. 918-879-9898. If you send your boyfriend or husband a text saying, and this is late at night, he's out with the boys, are you having fun? Do you really, are you really asking if he's having fun or is that like a checkup? 918-879-9898. The Bull, today's hot country. You've got Tig and Daniel are in the uh, about 30 degrees right now. What are you smirking at, Daniel? I'm laughing at you the way at country. (laughs) That gum, dude. Now I say Dagnell, we both sound like two idiots. Today's hot country. So Daniel and I are having a, we're having a debate because we both agree that if we get a a text from our wife or girlfriend that says I'm fine, that we have to decode that like a, uh, a nuclear bomb. You know, you're not fine at all. But then we get further into this, and I say that when a wife or a girlfriend texts you, are you having fun, they're not actually asking a question. That is a checkup. You think it's a checkup? That's I'm a under checkup. the impression that maybe they literally are like, hey, you know, having fun? You're wrong. Oh. You're wrong. Well, hey, Wendy see. and Wagner, good morning. How are you? I'm fine. <laughs> oh, no. What have we done? Uh-oh, we already messed it up. <laughs> what did we do? So... Where are you on this with Daniel? Say, we know that I'm fine is not a good one. Sometimes even okay no. is not a good one. But the one where you send, like, your husband or boyfriend's out with the boys, and we're at River Spirit or whatever, and we get the, are you having fun text, do you really care or is that a checkup? It's a checkup. Mm-hmm. Especially if he's at the casino because he's spending money he doesn't have. That's right. Daniel, <laughs> it's a checkup. And the I'm fine is not good either, especially if you've been arguing and your husband says, are you fine? Well, no, I'm not fine because we've been arguing. Well, we definitely get the I'm fine. But with this checkup here, what are you hoping to find out with the checkup? If you text, you know, having fun, what do you think that the guy's just going to spill the beans? And if he is talking to somebody else, you think he's just going to be like, yeah, I'm having a good time out here just talking to a strange lady? (laughs) Well, he's smart to not tell me that. So what's he's the talking point? to somebody else. So what's, what's the point of it then? To find out how much money he's do, he's spending and if he's been drinking and he knows mm-hmm. if he does either one of those, he's in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a text. You can't tell if he's been drinking or not. Based on a uh, text? Yeah, you can. Sloppy text. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah, yeah you can tell. Laying on the ground like also, gibberish texting. Wendy, I also think you send the are you having fun text and then, like, a clock starts. If it takes yes. them 30 minutes to respond to that, you're you're going to be... in trouble. Yes. <laughs> that's what I think. Well, this poor guy can't spend money. He can't go to the casino. Can't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. Who do you think has nope. more freedom? Uh, the guy over in North Korea or her husband? <laughs> the guy in North Korea. <laughs> Why are you so hard on this guy? What's his first name, by the way? Johnny. What did Johnny ever do to make you treat him like this? Well, 
I just got to, you know, keep him under wraps, you know. It's, it's, it's a woman thing. You know what's funny, Daniel, is that I'm going to word this very carefully. Oh, I can tell by your pausing okay. you're worried about saying it. What? Okay. Like, early in my relationship with my wife, I would get these texts. She doesn't care anymore. Because I think she finally caught on to nobody is attracted to me. Does that make sense? Makes sense to me, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> like, sometimes women worry about this stuff. Meanwhile, nobody's attracted to your boyfriend. How long have you been with Johnny? Uh, we've been married nine years. Nine but years? This is my... This is my second marriage. How old is Johnny? What happened the first one? Well done. How old is Johnny? He's 59. And then nobody tried to talk to Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it, but... I don't know. He's really good looking, so... Oh, I don't know that. <laughs> yeah. All right. What well, well, were you going to ask, Tig? I'm sorry. The, the first marriage, I wonder if she was texting him too much. Um, no, I wasn't texting him enough. <laughs> oh, not oh, enough. He was up to no good. I see. Yeah. <laughs> well, Wendy from Wagner, thanks for the call this morning. You're welcome. Y'all have a nice day. Thanks, thanks a lot. Well, yet again, I'm ch- proven to be a genius. I guess, man. When your wife or girlfriend I, texts little, you, are you having fun? That's that's a bad text. That's a little unhealthy, though, isn't it, Tug? I don't know if it's unhealthy, but... Oh, come on. They try to... Uh, to check up and like almost stalk. I mean, if a guy was doing that, wouldn't that be considered to be a little guys do it scary? too? Guys, what? There's a lot of dudes out there that'll. We know some people that I know for a fact that they're. I don't know if controlling's the word, but they're so paranoid. Who does that? I'm not going to say the name. Come on, man. I can't. Because <laughs> he's a famous know. person. So a famous person. Yeah. One more. Yeah. Good morning, Tig and Daniel. Who's this? Mm-hmm. The phone says, I'm fine. Good morning, Ty Godino. Who's this? Christina. Christina, where do you weigh in on all this? Um, if I want to know what my husband's up to, I ask him. Plan out. So if you say... Or boyfriend you... or whoever I'm with. I just ask him. Ask him, ask him what? Yeah, what do you ask him? Are you saying, are you dancing with a lady? What do you, you just come out and say it? All right. What's going on with the phone? <laughs> so, there we go, 918-879-9898. So there's a famous person that you know that keeps too close to tabs on his wife. He dated a lady, and I later ran into that lady, and she said when she went out of town, this guy would not stop texting her to check up on her. Is a famous person in... Radio, television, or film? Both. Everybody knows this person. Oh, That's what I yeah. heard. Uh, who is no, it? I'm not going to say it. Can't uh. say it. I'm not going to do it. Uh, so we want to know, ladies, if you send a text that says, are you having fun, do you really care, or is that a checkup? 29, downtown Tulsa, 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Uh, me and Daniel are disagreeing on something. He claims that if you as a lady, a girlfriend or wife, text your husband when he's out with the boys and says, are you having fun? He thinks that's an actual question. I think that's a checkup. I thought it was a, just a, hey, you know, are you having fun? Like a legit, honest uh, 
answer. No, 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 no. But it turns out that most ladies that have called have said, yeah, whenever we call, we're checking in and making sure that uh, there's no you. shenanigans going on. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. The uh, text that says, are you having fun? That's not legit, right? What do you think? Hey, good morning. This is Dee, and I'm curious what is wrong with all these females and their insecurities? You know, it's, uh, it is an insecurity, isn't it? It is, because when my husband leaves, I don't care where he goes, and I don't care what he's doing, because I trust him. I know he's coming back. Plus, you're probably excited that he's gone for a little bit, right? You're exactly hitting the nail on the head. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I think... don't even care that he's gone. I don't care how long he's gone. As long as he makes it back in one piece. Who cares? I think that's a maturity in a relationship because at first it's different. But now my wife, if I leave the house, I think she like throws a ticker tape parade, you know? <laughs> I think she's right about when, we, when you're young, you have, when you're young, you almost become obsessed with whoever you're with. And that's why it always leads to, I think, the first, you know, marriage or two. Sometimes people get divorced because it, that becomes your whole world is just that other person, right? Right. Well, I'm on the other side of where they're at because... My husband goes hunting and fishing all the time, and on the way back, he might stop at the bar with his friend. Mm -hmm. Now, how long have I been married? He'll text me and um, ten years, and so, he'll yeah. text me and say, "Me and my friend are going to the bar," and I'm like, "Okay, be safe." Look at that. look at this way. Like I don't care. <laughs> now you need to divorce that guy. And get with me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a no? Like, I absolutely don't care what he's doing. <laughs> I like how she laughs in your face when you, every <laughs> know, time you ask call, a lady yeah. to marry, like, <laughs> they just laugh in your face. <laughs> Thanks for the call. <laughs> That's hilarious. You guys have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. 918-879-9898. You do make a good point. If ever uh, somebody gets all the questions right on the quiz and I propose to them, they do just guttural laugh in my face, a big hearty laugh, how one many, that I imagine Santa would do. How many ladies have you asked? for their head to marriage, and they all laugh. Most. Yes. We've been here a little over a year now, and... Uh... No wife yet. So our question is, Daniel <laughs> believes that... You don't that... have to get that final jab in, like, oh, no wife yet. This is the reason you don't have a wife, because you don't understand things. Daniel believes that if you as a lady send him a text when he's out with the boys, and you say, are you having fun? He thinks that's a legitimate question. I think that's a checkup. Well, you, you act like I'm some moron, but don't you think that that should be a legitimate question? Are you no. having fun? You don't think that I should be? I don't think that's ever well, a legitimate. Well, then you're just as twisted as everybody else has been calling. 918-879-9898. You send your boyfriend, husband a text, are you having fun? You don't actually mean that, do you? What's the call? Good morning. Uh, good morning. If you're just joining us, uh, we're trying to decipher lady text. Me and Daniel agree that if you say, I'm fine, things are not good. That, you, I think that's universal. Okay. Okay may even be one where you're like, I'm going to go out with Daniel. And if I get an okay, <laughs> not great. Where we disagree is that Sometimes when dudes go out with the boys, we'll get a text from a wife or a girlfriend saying, are you having fun? Daniel thinks that's a legitimate question where you actually care for having fun. I, I submit that that's a checkup. Are you having fun is a checkup. And if it takes you two hours to respond to, are you having fun? You're in trouble. Well, I think if somebody texts you, are you having fun? That should be a legitimate question. It's not. It's unhealthy to 
check in or be suspicious all the time. But it's nature. Well, I think people are curious. Nature. Well, they don't want to be cheated on. Well, of course not. So I think it's a checkup. Are you having fun as a checkup? What do you think? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Hey, buddy. This is Josh. Josh, Josh when you text your husband, uh, you're out having a good time. <laughs> is that what you really mean, or are you just checking in on him? Don't know. You know I ain't got a husband. <laughs> hey, so um, I, I heard you last, lady, and, and, and I'm going to agree with her and wonder where all these insecure women coming from. And my question is... What was their relationship? What was their relationship status when they met or got, you know, serious with their current husband? I mean, were they were they um, scandalous, so to say, with somebody else, and that's how they got? Did they cheat on somebody else to get with who they're at now? I think what he's saying is yeah. is that if you get with somebody because she was cheating on her husband and you might have been cheating on your wife, then you're coming from a place of insecurity anyway. I mean, like you're getting with a cheater, exactly. right? Right. You're, yeah, yeah. You make some, yeah they, I mean, you, you said it better than I did. Um, I see. Basically, it's an inherent, you inherited your insecurity with that relationship and it's probably going to be near impossible to fix it. Like, I, I think there's, there's been couples that are like, how dare you cheat on me? But meanwhile, you met them because they were cheating. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, we're getting deep this morning. Thanks for the call, brother. Yep. I like how Daniel gets on the radio and acts like he knows everything about relationships. Meanwhile, you're you're single. So you you think you know anything about relationships just because you've like, been married? I've been married like 10 years. Ooh. Is that some kind of world record? No, but it's a good start. So you think you got women figured out because you've been married 10 years or relationships know. figured out? Women are so... Much you know, better at communicating than us. And when they send us a text that says, I'm fine, we have to decipher that. That's you, all there is to it. Do you know what's scary when there's a guy that thinks that he knows anything about something that he completely doesn't? You think you know? I'd probably know more than you. <laughs> you're an idiot. Dude. Dude, what are you talking about, Daniel? You're, I'm, let's you're see, the kind you're of person single. you're like, you think you know it all, but then uh, you're going to learn that you don't know anything about it. I don't want to hear this from you. Well, you're going to. You're, you're a single guy. You go home and look at your dog. and I don't know what you do. Pick out curtains all day, and I don't know what you do. But you, you think you have some type of understanding of women? That's crazy. Okay. Whatever okay, you say, Yeah, dog. okay. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Jeremy. Good morning, Jeremy. Jeremy, you get a text from your wife. She says, are you having fun? What does she mean by that? Is she checking in on you? Honestly, I think... Yeah, you know, I think my first wife would have been, yeah, she'd check it on me. And, you know, I would have actually, you know, expected that back then. We were younger. My my wife now, I think it's a different relationship. I think it's a different dynamic. And I think it's actually more of a, uh, hey, I hope you're actually having fun. That ain't true. That's what I'm thinking too, Ty. That's not true. I, it, it's, but he's right. That's healthy. That's the way it should be. That's not. She's checking up on him, man. Under yeah, the mean, guise of, I, I hope you're having fun. Best, she's my best friend, and half the time she's out there with me, but... She knows my friends. She knows where I'm going most of the time. I think she's just more of a, uh, hey, I really hope you're having fun. Go enjoy it. You've deserved it. You've worked your butt off all week. Have some fun, man. What's your wife's first name? 
Laura. Laura. Tig, you don't think that, you think you know Laura better than her husband I here? think she's checking up on him if she says, are He's you having fun? He just told you she's not. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. We agree to disagree. I wish you'd come down here and just whip Tig's tail. Would you do that for me? Uh, you know what? I might get in trouble for that. That, that. At that point in time, she will be saying, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> Jimmy Allen and Brad Paisley. It's 98.5. Good morning, Ty and Daniel. We're at 30 right now. Hey, who is this? It's Brittany. Hey, Brittany. Good morning. Where are you calling from? Tulsa. So uh, do you want to weigh in on this? Uh, Daniel, you know, he's a mouth-breathing idiot, and he thinks that if a lady sends you a text that says, uh, are you having fun, that you actually care if we're having fun. I think that's a checkup all the way. I agree with Daniel. That's crazy. No. Tyke, I think I think it's insulting to women that you accuse them of always trying to be manipulative and and things like that. And that's what you're doing. Oh, you're putting me in a corner now. No, huh? I'm not. Brittany, listen. Have you never texted like an ex-boyfriend or, you know, somebody you dated in the past or a husband and you said something like, I'm fine. That doesn't really mean you're fine, right? Uh, that, I, I don't know. That's See, she doesn't even know. But maybe. But I think you're reading way too much into are you having fun? That's that's your insecurity. That's right. No, this not. guy's scared to death of his wife. I've always said this about Ty. He's like a fainting goat. If he gets a text from his wife, the guy's going to go, eh, and all four of his feet just fall and he faints. <laughs> Brittany, I just, I'm just going to disagree with you. I just think if... If me, at, like, let's say I was married to you, Brittany, and me and Daniel went out to a casino, and you say to me, are you having fun, and this is 11 p.m., I think that's a checkup text. I think you want to make sure that I'm not having fun and that me and Dan are behaving. Maybe it's not about not having fun. What if it's you're out with someone and we're saying, hey, are you having fun? Do you need an escape? And use the text as an excuse to get out to help you. Yeah, I don't see that. Yeah, I think it's just a checkup. That's all I think it is. Well, there you go. Um, Tig, Tig knows what a miracle. Tig knows more about women than they know about themselves. <laughs> this is uh, quite a moment in history, Tig. <laughs> All, right. All right, Brittany. Well, um, you know, I guess we agree to disagree, but thank you for the call. Always. Hey, you know, I, you know, I do text Barry at Snow's Furniture a lot late at night. Uh, you do? Yeah, ask him about his inventory. Uh oh. Yeah. Do you ever send you pictures of his inventory? <laughs> Not yet. Thank God. He's got he's loaded up on inventory. I know. Dude. And the lowest price too. He guarantees yes. it. Yes. Snow's furniture. The difference between Snow's and other places is you you go to another place. First off, Snow's already guarantees the lowest price. So just know when you go to another place, you're missing out on the lowest price. The second thing is is that you go and you might fall in love with something, but they have to mail it to you or something, and they put it on a cargo ship or whatever's going on. Daniel, you had this experience. You moved to Tulsa. You ordered furniture on the Internet, and it took four months. You had no furniture, and when it got there, it was broken. That's crazy. Yeah, it was a huge pain. And uh, also, you need to be able to test your furniture and, you know, make, not, yeah. make sure it's not uncomfortable. So basically what he's saying is the couch you sit on and test out or the recliner, that's the one you take home that day. Snow's Furniture guarantees the lowest prices in town. The other thing is, is that it's local. These are, these are folks you're going to see at the, the store and at church. Yeah, you know? and, and the guaranteed lowest price. He doesn't try to do gimmicks. He's, no. You're never going to see Barry get on television and be like, come on down, get your free surprise. That's bull. He just says, hey, lowest prices, come yeah. on down. He doesn't throw in no nightstand. You, you're paying yeah. for that nightstand. He's not like, come on down, get a free tambourine. <laughs> Nobody needs that. Well, well he ought to do that. <laughs> <laughs> now that he could, yeah, he could do that. Snow's Furniture's online and on Facebook. 
98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. Tig and Daniel at 30. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Tig. There's a new poll out. It's uh, things we don't get enough of. Things we don't get enough of. If you were uh, on pr- uh, prices, right? If you were on Family Feud and they, you know, did survey says things we don't get enough of, what do you think would be on this list if you had to guess? Romance. Uh, ding, I'll give you that. Hugs or cuddles is number seven. Okay. What else would you think? A vacation time. Vacation's number two answer. Mm. Keep going, you're on a roll. Look at me go. All right, things we don't get enough of? Things we don't get enough of. Sleep. Number three. What is this number one? What could it be? Number one. Things we don't get enough Things you just don't get enough free of. Free time? Free time is actually not on the list. All right, we'll go with number 10. They say we don't get enough laughter. Number nine is fresh air. Number eight, fun in general. Seven, hugs and cuddles. Six, hangout time. Again, these are the top things we don't get enough of. Number five is money, meaning you don't think you're paid what you're worth. Mm -hmm. Number four is exercise. That should be on a lot of people's lists, exercise. Number three is sleep. Number two is vacation days or days off. The number one, and I could see this time of year, is sunshine. Ah. Uh, but we've been so lucky here in Tulsa. Even yesterday was a pretty nice day. Yesterday so was about perfect. Didn't register. Today we're up to like 60 again. What's the thing in your life, Tag, you don't think you get enough of? Time away from you. That's hurtful. Yeah. That's a hurtful thing to say. <laughs> There's got to be something. What are you not getting enough time up with? What do I not get enough of? I would say probably my number one is when you're a parent, you're busy with the kids all the time. Probably free time. Time to yourself. Yeah. That's a tough one. I mean, I considered, I live in an old house in Midtown, built in 1924, and it's got one of those crawl spaces that's only about two feet high. And, you know, you got to crawl into this, like, tiny little door. I mean, you're just dirty. I consider just crawling under the house at some point. Uh, Just staying under there. uh, True story. We had talked about you getting one of those um, tornado shelters just simply to have a place to go hang out. Yeah, yeah. And then people were like, well, those aren't very comfortable. That that doesn't matter. I literally would go underground (laughs) for just some free time. I think a lot of parents feel like that because I only have one kid. And then we'll get calls from folks that... They'll have two, three, four, and five. One guy called and said he had seven kids. I'm like, this guy must get no free time. You know, I used to say that coming to work was like a vacation. Because at least, you know, I love my family and all, but it is a lot of work. You were off last week. Were you ready to get back to work? Were you excited about coming back to work? I was. Yeah, I was ready to go. I was telling my boss last week, I was like, I've got the whole week planned already. (laughs) Like, I, I had topics ready to go. Yeah, I don't know about that. We had a great topic today. Uh, Number five was money, meaning you don't think you're paid what you're worth. Do you feel like you're paid what you're worth? I think that we are incredibly lucky to have this job. That's a a politician answer. And to get paid anything to do this job, I feel very lucky, yeah. So you do feel like you're paid what you're worth? I, when I hear our- stammering? Can I develop a a thought here? Yeah, please develop a thought. I'll go back and listen to our (laughs) podcast. Yeah. And I go, we're terrible at radio. So the fact they pay us anything blows my mind. Have you ever listened to our podcast, by the way? Oh, heck no. You think I would <laughs> never do that? I go back and I go, this is garbage. 
So you do feel like you're paid what you're worth? More. I think. You think we're overcompensated? I think that... Uh, Shut your mouth. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> Don't I mean, reveal that we're being paid I, too much. I, uh... With you think his in, golden voice, yeah. Do you think in the history of man that a guy's ever went to his boss's office, shut the door, and said, hey, man, I got to be honest. You guys are paying me too much. Can I get a decrease in salary? <laughs> do you think it's ever happened for real? I mean, of all, there's seven, eight billion people on the planet. I'm sure it's happened. I can't figure out the logic of it, that, but sure. So you think somebody's walked in and said, hey, guys. Yes. I'm, I'm going to need the opposite of a raise. I'm going to need a decrease. Extraordinarily rare <laughs> however with all the billions of people on the planet it's probably happened uh, i might do it just to see what happens <laughs> i'll do it for you so you'll go and say you need to get paid less i'll go y'all need to pay daniel a lot less he's uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> yeah please do that 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys. 807, about 30 degrees. Uh, how many times has your car gotten broken into living in Tulsa? Uh, that's a new experience for me. I've had twice now. I come out to my car, heading into work, and I get in the car, and there's just stuff everywhere. Somebody got in my car. I'm, I will say I'm bad at locking my car. And I used to live right off 36 in Peoria. It's like a hot spot for people to walk around. And, um, and the other day... I got like a notification on my little uh, security camera. Like now they're all connected to your phone and stuff. So if there's any movement, you know it. And I wake up and there's a guy trying to get in my wife's car at my house in Midtown. And uh, he was a gentle criminal because he didn't try to break the windows. He just, oh, it's locked. I think I'll move on. He's doing a little browsing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little window shopping. Mm -hmm. And uh, But there's this guy here in Tulsa that caught a guy in the act trying to break into his truck. And uh, you do not want to mess with this guy because when he saw this going down, he went out and uh, took care of business. Whoever decided to break into Curtis Sprague's truck clearly had no idea about Curtis's previous background in law enforcement and military special operations. I just kind of reverted back to some old training and things happened and... I got lucky. The Sprigs were asleep Sunday morning around 4.30 when his ring camera detected motion in the driveway. Jumped up, grabbed a, a pistol for protection. Sprague says when he walked outside of his house, he was able to see the suspect's shadows wrestling around in the back of his car. Why? Well, because the dome light was still on. So he walked around his wife's car, and that's when he noticed the suspect leaned over inside of his vehicle. He said he had to think fast, so he decided to slam the door on him and catch him off guard but he says this could have ended so much differently because he had a hatchet so he has a weapon in the car the guy's breaking into wait so wait who's got, who's got the hatchet the, okay, the so intruder there's a hat okay so the guy's truck is getting broken into but in the truck is a hatchet oh which so the, the guy criminal could have grabbed the hatchet yeah and then started using it on him the homeowner this uh, continues from News on 6. Right here. I know that I need to change his school of thought and take him out of his plan, give him something that he didn't expect, which causes like a mental speed bump. You're on the ground. On the ground. Sprague's wife called police while watching from an upstairs window. Removed the Glock 23 from his waistband uh, along with an ID out of his back pocket. Another guy jumped out of a car parked just down the street. Oh. 
Come over here. But Sprague says as soon as they heard sirens, both suspects took off. He just said, I've got to go to work. Sprague says he doesn't encourage anyone to do what he did. There's nothing in my vehicle that's worth that guy losing his life over, and there's nothing in my vehicle worth losing my life over. It's kind of a good point. I mean... Well, I was going to say, what's the takeaway here? It's impressive that he was able to do that, but that guy's trained in the military and all that. If you were to run out there, Tig, you would be... Well, you know, the guy that broke into his truck had a gun on him. Ugh. So, you know, on the one hand, you want to go out there and confront somebody, but you don't know what they have. And is there anything in my car that's worth me getting shot over? Like, it's a different if they come in your house and your kids in it. Like, but I mean, I guess in my car, I have like old cups and like, <laughs> like why would I go out there and risk my life for that? You know? And I think that's what he finally came to the conclusion. He went out there in front of him in the heat of the moment, and he looks back and goes, you know, there's nothing in my truck that's worth dying over. They'll get like an old CD or something. Well, he maybe. even said there's nothing for that guy to lose his life over either. Imagine the yeah. guilt you'd carry with you if you, you know, killed somebody and in the heat of the moment, then you're going to feel bad. Yeah, the guy kind of reconciled his his thought process was like, you know, maybe I shouldn't have gone out there and tried to confront this guy because the guy was armed and there's nothing in my truck that's worth anything. Well, since you've had your car broken into like, I, I think two, three times now, do you just purposely leave it unlocked? Or? You know, there was some thought I talked to our, one of our bosses, Dina, and mm -hmm. she says her son leaves his car unlocked because if you don't, they might bust the windows. But if they go in there and it's unlocked and they don't find anything, you know, no harm, no foul, I guess. So we'll see. But generally, yeah, my car, I might lock it once out of 10 nights. I think one time you had some beer in there, and then you, you asked me if I had taken your beer. What do you think I'm a, you think I would just go into I your had, car and steal your I beer? I had like out a 12 pack of, of beer in the trunk, and I opened the trunk one night. And I was like, hey, I'm gonna, yeah. no beer. Somebody got in my car and taken that. I know, and but I, then I you asked you me, did it like, because... I can't afford a pack of beer. <laughs> yes. Not worth losing my life over that beer. What do you think Hugh McDougall would do if somebody got in his driveway? Oh, Lord, he would uh, he would uh, make them an appointment and go take care of their teeth. That's the way the guy He'd is. Like, you need a crown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dr. Hugh McDougall, though, listen, he's the kind of guy that he's not going to hurt you when you go get dental treatment, and it's 2022. Maybe you thought this year, this will be the year I take better care of myself, and the first thing you can do to take better care of yourself is take better care of your teeth. If you haven't been to the dentist in a long time, I would suggest going back. Uh, things have changed. It's not like it was when you were younger and you go in there and somebody hurts you. There's been a lot of technologies. And, and going to the dentist is not unpleasant anymore. It used to be. I'll be honest. It used to be, but it's not anymore. And people like Dr. Hugh McDougall specialize in that pain-free, stress-free treatment. Not going to scare you. Not going to scare your kids. Not going to hurt them. Not going to be a situation where you don't go back for like a decade. He also does Invisalign. He whitens teeth. He straightens teeth. You need a crown. He does it all. He does it all. It's Dr. Hugh McDougall. Just Google McDougall. That's M-C-D-O-U-G-A-L-L-D-D-S dot com.